Okay, we're going to welcome you to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number 83 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital for your real estate needs in North Florida and surrounding areas, whether it's home residential, business, or commercial real estate. You can go to our website at bigjreport.com. Scroll the homepage near the weather information. You'll find the link for Saucer Realty and Capital. Also want to thank LakeUfalaHits.com. Great internet radio where it's absolutely all good. They now got midnight rock during the week, midnight uh, central time and one o'clock eastern time. LakeUfalaHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. They got the identifiable songs and recognizable hits that are played uh, Monday through Friday from morning to afternoon. Hits 2000s, Monday uh, through Friday evenings and rock Saturdays as well at lakeyfallahits.com. Great, absolutely great internet radio where it's all good. We had an opportunity to be on Mad Max's show uh, last Wednesday uh, during our vacation. We gave Max a, a call from Barakai in the Philippines, did a Wi-Fi call, and we were we were all of a sudden on the show, the madmaxmix.weebly.com. The Internet Radio Music Request Show, heard every uh, Wednesday evening from 6 to 8 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time, the madmaxmix.weebly.com, where you'll hear Leonard Skinner, Steely Dan, ARS, many other great groups from, you know, many, many different uh, decades, you might say. Music pop classics from days gone by. Your classic rock favorites, Pink Floyd, Leonard Skinner, Atlanta Rhythm Section. Um, So many great songs. Joe Jackson, 38 Special. Check out the Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. And you'll find a link to the show on our website at BigJReport.com near the Concerts in the Neighbors 2 section and an article about Mad Max and his show in the outside the box section at bigjreport.com. By the way, at bigjreport.com, we got the high school football scores uh, for the state of Florida. Uh, Most of the scores up for surrounding areas. Some of the Georgia scores are up as well as, um, you know, that pocket of South, Southeast Alabama as well. Check out the high school football state playoff scores at bigjreport.com. Biggest news uh, as far as the Jaguars goes, got to be Trevor Lawrence. He got a high ankle sprain in the, um, you know, the last game against Cincinnati at home on Monday Night Football. Jaguars lost the last game 34 to 31 to Cincinnati. So Trevor Lawrence has been in the news with what was um, diagnosed as a high ankle sprain. And originally it's, you know, Trevor may be out two to four weeks. A lot of people thought the injury might have been worse than that, like a broken ankle maybe, but it turned out it's a high ankle sprain. If they wrap it, he may actually be able to play in Cleveland. There's a lot of people saying um, that Trevor will probably miss the Cleveland game. He's a game-time decision. The Jaguars have um, actually activated and signed – I don't think they have to re-sign him. I mean, he's already signed to the practice squad, but I guess they have to sign him to the active roster. So Nathan Rourke, the former Canadian Football League quarterback, 
who played very admirably. There was one play in particular where he broke two or three tackles and threw a touchdown pass in a preseason game. He has a little bit of flash, a little bit of excitement to him. I don't expect him to play unless it's an emergency. Maybe Trevor's ruled out. All of a sudden, C.J. Beathard is playing, and then Nathan Rourke could end up possibly being the backup. He has been activated and promoted from the practice squad to the Jaguars' active roster for the Sunday game in Cleveland. We did check. We did absolutely uh, check the line of the uh, Cleveland game uh, from one of our sources. Jaguars still an underdog. They're actually an underdog in Cleveland. Uh, Trevor's a game-time decision. If Trevor can't go, maybe a backup quarterback C.J. Beathard can steal a win in Cleveland. Cleveland's a three-point favorite at home. It's kind of like uh, the home field advantage is, is why Cleveland's a three-point favorite. Because I guess with the quarterback injury situation for the Jaguars, they're, they're kind of rated as dead even. But Cleveland at home got a little bit of a home field advantage. I checked with one of my sources. They say that Cleveland will win, cover the spread, and the total will go over in this game. I haven't done a prediction on this game yet. It's a little bit difficult to do a prediction with, you know, you don't know who the starting quarterback's going to be, but I think even if Trevor does not play, I think the team really will rally and have to, you know, step on the gas pedal a little bit more if C.J. Beathard is the starting quarterback. We'll talk more Jags football uh, coming up. I'm in uh, Barakai on vacation. I kept hearing, I swear I heard the coffee boy playing the bongos uh, last night about a block, about a block down the road, actually. And um, amazing. Kept hearing these bongos playing, playing all night long. I think it was a coffee boy about a block from here. He must be here. The old coffee boy. I heard him on the bongos last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, we had a good time. A good time. Boy, the bongos, we kept hearing them. <laughs> yeah, I think the coffee boy was looking for some coins uh, playing the bongos. Man, I think the coffee boy was playing the bongos. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We are on vacation and Barack, I keep it up with the Jaguars on our worldwide tour, you might say. Uh, I'll be back uh, before too much longer. I'll be, I'll be back in North Florida and Jacksonville. We appreciate you listening to the Till Shirt Report podcast. We're brought to you by uh, this particular podcast episode show number 83 is being brought to you by Saucerility and Capital, LakeUfallahits.com, Great Internet Radio, and the Mad Max Mix. Dodweebly.com. Check out Max's show on Wednesday night. Sometimes uh, Max will interview me on the show maybe once or twice a month. I always enjoy that. Cleveland, a three-point favorite. The Jaguars going to try to steal the game in Cleveland this Sunday afternoon with a kickoff at 1 o'clock. we got more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast uh, coming up. College football, they're down to the Final Four. I'm already seeing people in the BigJReport.com Facebook group saying, well, are they going to cancel the Orange Bowl game? Well, they won't do that. Too much money involved for the people that run and own college football. Georgia will play Florida State in the Orange Bowl. That's an interesting bowl game. I think the Fiesta Bowl where Oregon has one of the most high-flying scoring offenses in the nation. 
They got beat by Washington in the Pac-12 title game, 34-31. So thus, they didn't make the Final Four. Washington is in. The four teams in the college football playoff include Michigan, who will battle Alabama. And in the other game, uh, the Big Ten champions, and I'm sorry, the Big Ten champions, Michigan, will play the SEC champions, Alabama. In the other game, which is actually, I believe, the Sugar Bowl, uh, you're going to have Washington uh, battling the other team in the playoffs, the Big 12 champion, Texas uh, Longhorns, who really annihilated Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. So you got Michigan and Alabama playing, and uh, the winner of that game will play the winner of the Washington-Texas game in the Final Four. The bowl games that are interesting that are coming up, I look at a handful of bowl games. I mean, it's going to be a lot of bowl games. They're going to be, what, 20 or more bowl games? Probably more. If you won six games, you got a shot at getting in. So we're not going to talk, we're not going to take a look at all the bowl games, but there's some interesting ones. I think Florida State and uh, Georgia's interesting in the Orange Bowl. We're already starting to hear that there may be some players who don't play because they're afraid of getting hurt. You know, that it could really hurt their NFL stock in the future if they're going to be in the draft in in um, the 2024 draft in late April. So, But the interesting bowl games coming up are Florida State playing Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Fiesta Bowl, you got Oregon and Liberty, a 13-0 Liberty team. And, you know, Liberty won their conference and went undefeated, won their conference championship game. So, you know, Liberty, man, they're going to be all about trying to prove people. And I will tell you this, if Liberty could somehow upset Oregon in the um, Fiesta Bowl, Liberty might finish in the top 10 because I think they're around, what, 18th in the nation now. they got a chance to really move up. They're undefeated, 13-0. I think Liberty would be a good argument for a 12-team playoff. When it goes to 12 teams next year, you got to consider teams like Liberty. Why not, right? Liberty's undefeated. They won. They went undefeated. They won their conference title game. They're ranked in the top 20. They are undefeated. So I think Liberty and Oregon will be an interesting bowl game in the Fiesta Bowl. Florida State, Georgia, big one in the Orange Bowl. The Gator Bowl will have Clemson and Kentucky. So there's some very, very interesting uh, bowl games coming up. But, of course, the Final Four college football, the actual playoff. And and these these are really the only games people are paying a lot of attention to is the Michigan versus Alabama. And the Michigan-Alabama game is, is actually the Rose Bowl. The um, Washington, the Washington-Texas game is the Sugar Bowl. And the two winners of these two games will play in the, you know, for the, the whole ball of wax, the national championship of college football. So that's a look at college football. Alabama won the SEC championship. And the SEC, the SEC conference is the biggest conference in my mind. No, and, pro- and probably a lot of college football folks. The Big Ten trying to get uh, bigger. They're going to bring more teams in. The SEC's also got Texas and Oklahoma coming in next year in the 2024 college football season. I believe Oklahoma and Texas officially joined the SEC in the summer of 2024, just in time for the 2024 college football season. I'm not going to talk too much negative stuff about college football right now. A lot of people know my feelings on the NIL 
the transfer portal, conference realigning, uh, conference realignment. I'm not a big fan of any of that tough stuff. Jaguars do have some guys on the injured list. Trevor Lawrence with a high ankle sprain. He probably will be a game-time decision. They may wrap the ankle really good. Now, Trevor was practicing, not doing, you know, not doing really full practicing, but he was doing passing drills to the receivers. So he's already throwing the football. He's showing that he can plant the feet and push off the, the ankle that has the high ankle sprain. So we'll have to see. It's a game-time decision. Uh, there's a lot of people are kind of, you know, the way I heard Trevor at the press conference, sounds like, man, he's going to play. Then I got other people that says, no, the doctors are going to slow him down and hold him out for at least one week. Trevor is going to play, if at all possible. Just like he came back so quick last year, you know, from the, the toe injury. Never really missed any time. Might have missed a few plays. That was about it. So Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain. Uh, he'll be a game-time decision this Sunday. Impressed people, I think, Wednesday or Thursday when there was no boot. There was no boot on his uh, his uh, foot that had the high ankle sprain. Um, let's take a look here. It was It's actually the right ankle. That's what Coach Doug Peterson said during his press conference. So Trevor Lawrence, the right high ankle sprain. Doug said from the beginning that uh, the ankle was stable and he was stable with a high ankle sprain and they would know more in a couple of days. Trevor is recovering nicely. I believe he's getting better, but the main question is, will he be able to play? Will he be allowed to play? And will he play? I think if it's up to him, totally, he's going to play, but he's going to listen to the doctors, the Jaguars, brass, et cetera. Uh, another player for the Jaguars, critical player, uh, wide receiver Christian Kirk could be out. He's got a core muscle injury, and you know that kind of means they're gonna, you know, they're gonna go with uh, Parker Washington, who caught his first touchdown pass of his NFL career, the rookie out of Penn State. Uh, he'll go in place of Christian Kirk. We need a big day out of Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's at the point where he's played a lot of a lot of football. The uh, former Alabama wide receiver and Atlanta Falcon wide receiver who got suspended from the league for like a year. He missed like a year and a half uh, due to gambling issues. Um, you know, he basically got caught gambling, and that's against the rules, and he got a big one-year suspension out of that. But now he's back playing. The Jaguars had made a trade, traded a couple of mid-round draft picks um, for Calvin Ridley, who really a home run threat for the Jaguars. Ridley has got to really step up with Christian Kirk being out. Uh, Parker Washington, impressive rookie in his first game. He caught some balls, including a touchdown. But when we take a look at this, this injury list, Trevor Lawrence, again, the right high ankle sprain. He seems like, you know, even after two or three days of the injury, he seemed like he was kind of rapidly getting better. Uh, again, wide receiver Christian Kirk, core muscle injury. He's going to miss some time and will be out with the core muscle injury. Uh, tackle Walker, little injured, uh, left hamstring strain. I'm, I'm sure he's a game-time decision. Sounds like he may not play. So the Jaguars are down, you know, down some players. It's going to depend on his uh, strength, you know, in that hamstring 
and his stability to be able to, you know, move around uh, with the hamstring. He's probably a game-time decision to uh, tackle left tackle Walker Little, who has played some guard as well for the Jaguars here in 2023. Uh, Trey Herndon and the concussion protocol. I haven't really heard any uh, updates on Trey Herndon. If he's been cleared to play, we'll find out probably around game time. That's cornerback Trey Herndon. He's in the been in the concussion protocol this week. Cornerback Tyson Campbell, a sore quadricep. He was limited midweek of practice. I think he's got a chance probably to play. He's another game-time decision. Um, C.J. Beathard, uh, the backup, has had some, you know, some injury issues as well. Uh, I'm thinking C.J. is going to be 100% by game time. This is his opportunity if Trevor can't go. Nathan Rourke has been activated and elevated from the practice squad, the former CFL quarterback who, who really showed some promise and some excitement in preseason for the Jaguars. He's been on the practice squad for the last several weeks, but he's going to get an opportunity. He's activated now from the practice squad to the active roster. Um, we'll see what happens, whether Trevor can go or not. If Trevor is ruled out and inactive, uh, Nathan Rourke basically becomes your backup behind C.J. Uh, Beathard. So that's some of what's going on. Key player for the Jaguars, again, will be rook, uh, rookie wide receiver Parker Washington. I know that uh, Zay Jones still battling uh, an off-and-on knee injury, but Zay Jones, a much-needed player to be on the field as well. We'll talk more Jaguars football. By the way, high school football scores for the state of Florida – some scores from the state of Georgia and that pocket of South Southeast Alabama. Uh, Gulf Shores uh, was a big winner, but for all, hey, for all the scores, that's Gulf, Gulf Shores, Alabama. They knocked out Ufala a couple of weeks ago and then they won again. And for the, uh, for the high school football state playoff scores, and we've got everything up there from like the last couple of weeks. Check it out at BigJReport.com. That's BigJReport.com. We'll take a look at North Florida Entertainment. That's right. We'll take a look at North Florida Entertainment. Some more stuff about the Jaguars uh, coming up as well. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is episode show number 83. Hey, thank you for listening. Okay, this is episode show, episode show number 83 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Into another segment now, the Army-Navy game is in the books. It turned out to be pretty exciting. Started out very uh, low scoring with Army building a 10 to nothing lead at halftime. Um, Navy battled back, made it a game at the end. Navy was trying to uh, score a touchdown in the waning seconds of the game. If they score the touchdown and make the two-point conversion, they can tie the game up. It was 17-9. to They did not get a touchdown around the goal line. Navy did get credited with a safety, and Army won the game. College football, Army 17, Navy 11, the final score on Saturday, uh, Saturday December the 9th. Again, college football, Army 17, Navy 11, final score on Saturday, December the 9th of 2023. 
Great classic finish in the Army-Navy game. Again, final score, Army 17, Navy 11, the final score. College football bowl games coming up. We, we know about the final four, Michigan playing Alabama, Washington playing Texas. Those are the two most important games that matter, but there's some, what you call them, consolation games. The Orange Bowl, Florida State versus Georgia. Georgia, though, man, they're coming off back-to-back national championships. So Georgia and Kirby Smart have, have won a couple of uh, national championships back-to-back. They've won their title, or I should say they've won their share of SEC championships as well. But, hey, Alabama won the SEC title this year. They're in the playoff, Alabama versus Michigan. And, again, Washington uh, versus Texas in the Sugar Bowl game. Those are the two playoff games. And then the two winners of those two games will meet a few days, several days from uh, that particular semifinal games. After those semifinal games are in the books, you got Michigan and Alabama, uh, Texas and Washington. The winners of those two games will play several days after those semifinal games in the national championship of college football. The bowl games that are significant in my book is Florida State, Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Oregon Liberty will be an interesting one in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, In Jacksonville, we've got Clemson playing Kentucky in the Gator Bowl. And there's many, many multitudes of other bowl games, multiple bowl games besides the ones that I I have uh, mentioned. High school football state playoff scores, go to BigJReport.com, scroll our homepage, and you'll find the high school football scores. Our podcast, where you can click on our podcast and listen, is also on the homepage. And then scroll below that, and you'll find a complete list of high school football state playoff scores from the past couple of weeks. You can catch up on the high school, the state high school football playoff results in Florida, um, parts of Georgia and that pocket of South Southeast Alabama where Gulf Shores, I believe, just won the state title in the, um, you know, the South Southeast portion of Alabama. Gulf Shores had eliminated Eufaula. Uh, Lakeside in the private schools got eliminated by Wilcox Academy, you know, back like three or four weeks ago, about a month ago, actually. So that's some of what's going on in the high school football. If you want to map out and take a look at all the high school football scores, um, St. Thomas Aquinas won another state title in the state of Florida. We got the score up on the website and scroll the homepage at bigjreport.com. Let's uh, take, and by the way, the XFL, xfltoday.net. Breaking news, XFL CEO Russ Brandon will be the top executive for the new entity in regards to the newly approved XFL-USFL merger. The new entity will kick off games on March the 30th of 2024 with games to kick off the new season in, the, of course, the premium spring football league. March 30th of 2024 is the XFL and USFL has now merged. They're merging into one league of, I believe, about 12 teams. So not not all the XFL teams will be in this league and not all the USFL teams, the best of the best, will be left standing. I know the St. Louis Stallions are selling tickets already, I believe. So they're going to be around. The uh, San Antonio Brahmins, I, I believe, are going to be around as well. So... Check out xfltoday.net. I want to thank all of our sponsors 
of course, uh, Saucer Realty and Capital for your North Florida real estate needs for North Florida and surrounding areas. Uh, also, LakeUfalaHits.com, great internet radio, and the Mad Max Mix, the Mad Max Mix.Weebly.com. We'll take a look at uh, some of the latest concerts coming up. We'll get an update on the Jacksonville Icemen. The Icemen are really part of North Florida entertainment as well. Probably one of the best entertainment values for our family. With Jacksonville Iceman Hockey, the Iceman play in the East Coast Hockey League. They are North Florida's. They are North Florida's. Um, uh, they are North Florida's uh, hockey team, the Jacksonville Iceman. We'll take a look at some of the concerts uh, coming up for North Florida and surrounding areas. Let's take a look at some of the shows coming up. Uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Let's see, shows that are coming up. Um, let's see. Ann Wilson. Ann Wilson of Heart performing at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida on December the 11th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. She still sounds great singing those old Heart songs like Magic Man and Barracuda. And, so check out Ann Wilson. You can actually go to the show on December the 11th. Ann Wilson of Heart performing at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida on December the 11th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. Also, Carla Bonoff, known for her song, Personally. The song's called Personally and many other songs, too. Carla Bonoff in concert in Ponte Vedra in Ponte Vedra, Florida at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall on Thursday night, January the 11th of 2024 at 7.30 p.m. Also, Kansas, I've seen some highlights uh, from the show. These guys are still sounding great. Kansas from Dust in the Wind fame coming to North Florida. You know, in just just a, a few weeks from now, Kansas will be playing the newly renovated and revamped Florida Theater on Friday night, January the 12th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida on Forsyth Street. Gladys Knight performing also at the Florida Theater. Let's see, Gladys Knight performing on February the 13th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. Let's see, Gladys Knight performing on February the 13th of 2024 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, The Starship featuring Mickey Davis at 7.30 p.m. on March the 9th of 2024 at the Thrasher Horn Center in Orange Park, Florida right near the Duval-Clay County border. And here's a good one, Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish on Friday night, September the 27th of 2024. That's a few months away on September the 27th of 2024 at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, This one will be at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, We'll take a look at Iceman Hockey. The Jacksonville Icemen have been really, really hot the last month or so. Let's take a look at where they stand in the East Coast Hockey League standings in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. We'll take a look at where the Icemen stand today on December the 9th of 2023. The Icemen with 11 wins. Seven losses, two overtime losses. They trail, though, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in first place. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits with 32 total points in the standings in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. The Jacksonville Iceman with 24. 
South Carolina Stingrays with 24, Florida Everblades with 21 total points in the standings, Orlando Solar Bears with 20 points, the Atlanta Gladiators with 18 points, and the Savannah Ghost Pirates with 17 points in seventh place in the 17 East Coast Hockey League Southern Division. There's four divisions, so there's well over 20 teams in the East Coast Hockey League, one of the better, really one of the better minor leagues in hockey, the East Coast Hockey League. I'm going to take a look at, um, let's actually take a look at some scores from the East Coast Hockey League, see if we missed anything. I know the Icemen have all of a sudden picked up that 11th win in the East Coast Hockey League. They're doing well. Icemen in second place tied with, um, they're tied for second and third place, obviously, and uh, let's take a look. The Iceman did lose a game. They did drop a game on December the 9th. We just got this score in today on December the 9th, apparently. Um, the Norfolk Admirals at Norfolk beat the Jacksonville Iceman. It was the Norfolk Admirals for the Jacksonville Iceman won on December the 9th. Uh, taking a look at more Iceman hockey. The Iceman did beat Norfolk on the day earlier, December the 8th at Norfolk. The Jacksonville Iceman for the Norfolk Admirals won on December the 8th. So the Iceman pick up their 11th win, but they also pick, picked up their uh, 7th loss, uh, losing to Norfolk 4-1 to on December the 9th. So that's some of the latest in uh, Jacksonville Iceman hockey. Uh, for the Jacksonville Iceman as we get ready to wrap up uh, the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening in. Thank you for listening in. Our podcast has been eloquently produced by our executive producer, JC. want to thank the coffee boy for the, the bongo music and the coffee, obviously. want to thank our executive producer, JC. Thanks for all the great stuff you do. He picked Alabama to beat Georgia in the SEC title game. Great pick by JC. Uh, I know I talked to Mad Max the other night. I know he's a little disappointed with Georgia losing that close, very close SEC championship game as Alabama won the game by three points, 27 to 24, back on the, I guess it was the first Saturday in December. But Georgia's going to a nice bowl. Georgia's still going to play Florida State in the Orange Bowl. The final four of college football is set. Alabama playing Michigan and Washington. Uh, playing Texas. The two winners will collide in the national championship game for college football. High school football state playoff games are up on our website at bigjreport.com. Scroll the homepage. You can also, it's the easiest place to find our podcast too, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Click on our website at bigjreport.com. That's big letter J report.com, bigjreport.com. You go to the homepage, you'll find our podcast, and you'll find the um, the state high school football playoff scores for Florida, Georgia, and a pocket of South Southeast Alabama as well. Again, we've been eloquently produced by our executive producer, JC. Also want to thank uh, Alex Nunnery for the help and support. Alex Nunnery, one of our producers, and we want to thank our correspondent, our correspondent of our podcast, and supporter of the podcast, and I'm talking about John Gaylor. John, thank you uh, for all the help. Thank you for the support on the podcast. John Gaylor, also a correspondent and contributor of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, 
and Big J Report. That's going to do it for episode show number 83 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jaguar is going to try to steal a game in Cleveland. Cleveland's a three-point favorite uh, this Sunday, December the 10th in Cleveland. Come on, Jags. Duval. Let's hope the Jags can come back uh, with a victory. Cleveland is a three-point favorite at their home in Cleveland. The Jaguars now 8-4. and four. They've got a one-game lead in the AFC South Division over the Colts and the Houston Texans. I think the Jags need at least two or three more wins in the five games that are left. I picked the Jags to go 11 and 11 and six. They still got a shot at that right now. They're eight and four Trevor Lawrence doing better than expected on the mend and healing. There's a chance though. He may play, but then there's a chance, probably a more likely chance that he won't play in Cleveland. We'll have to see how it goes. This has been episode show number 83 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Scott, and I'm out. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.